AIC Stories Podcast presents Welcome back to the AIC Stories Podcast audio archive for all sorts of storytelling goodness. Now today we have another entry into the review category, and this is a review of a book called Before You Sleep, Three Horrors by author Adam L.G. Neville. Now this collection is a very quick introduction to the horrifying work of Adam L.G. Neville via three short tales. Be it through haunted houses or forgotten toys, Neville aims to scare, but will he succeed? We're going to find that out in just a moment, but first I'd like to remind you that if you want to help support the AIC Stories podcast or just say thanks because you're enjoying the stories, you can always throw a few bucks my way at buymeacoffee.com slash AIC Stories or just visit AICStories.com and you'll find all the links right there. Your support there helps me to continue to produce and build this amazing audio archive, as well as grow our amazing little community. Okay, so how about we get right into the review? This entry into the audio vault is the review number 11. It's a book called Before You Sleep, Three Horrors by author Adam L.G. Neville. All right, so right off the bat, let's just get to the nitty-gritty of this. Before You Sleep, Three Horrors by author Adam Neville is uh, published originally August 23rd, 2016 by Ritual Limited uh, Publishing Group. This is a short book. It's only 58 pages on the Kindle, and it's highly, highly worth it. Um, It's very short. It's not a commitment. And honestly, I don't want to bury the lead here, but this was very, very enjoyable and a, a very fun romp through some horror stories. So let's get into it. If there is one genre of book that feels absolutely tailor-made to the art form, that is short fiction and short stories, it has to be horror. They pull a reader into the story immediately, build suspense or terror very quickly, and then proceed to rip through a horrifying ending before you even know what hits you. It's that rapid pace that allows these stories to linger and haunt your mind long after you finish them. Well, assuming they're good horror stories, that is. Neville has given us three very good horror stories and even a bonus excerpt from his novel The Reddening here in Before You Sleep, Three Horrors. The book opens with a story called Where Angels Come In. This story is told through the eyes of a child in extreme pain and starts with a brutal line describing that pain. One side of my body is full of toothache, right in the middle of the bones. That's from this book, uh, the very first story where angels come in, right off page four, so it doesn't spoil anything. From there, though, the tale takes us on a journey where we find out how that child is injured and just what happened in that big white house up on the hill. It's wonderfully told and really embraces the feeling of kids peer pressuring each other into making stupid decisions and, in this case, decisions that could cost them everything. From there, the next story is called The Ancestors, 
Uh, it's also from the perspective of a child. Now, this tale shares a child's journey into learning to love a new home that their family has just moved into, which includes the old toys that come out to play whenever her parents aren't watching, and of course, the new friend that keeps her warm at night. Now, uh, this story feels much more sinister than the first, made even more so by the way that Neville describes the horrifying moments unfolding through the innocence of a child's eyes, uh, such as this. Best not to touch him, Maho whispered into my ear, and her coldest breath made me shiver inside. He's very old. He once belonged to a boy whom he loved very much, but he was taken away from the boy by parents. So he climbed inside the boy's mouth to fix the broken heart. That's from the story, The Ancestors, also in Before You Sleep, Three Horrors. Now, while the first story largely wraps up all the loose ends pretty nicely, this story leaves one big question. What happens next? Now, I'm not going to say any more. I don't want to spoil it. But that question and this story becomes more and more haunting the longer you think about it. The final of the three stories in this book is called Flory, and it has a pretty drastic tonal change from the first two, where the first two stories are told through the eyes of young children. This story is told through the eyes of a man named Frank. Frank has just purchased a brand new home and has big plans for renovations of this old a home that's new to him, of course. And, of course, this new chapter in his life as well. But they say that all homes have a feeling, a soul of their own. And this home has its own plans for its future and for Frank, its latest tenant. While this story was a bit jarring at first due to the tonal shift away from being told from a young child's perspective, this story really does a nice job of taking the possessed house horror trope and weaving it into a very satisfyingly horrific tale. A tale with an ending that will leave you really feeling those major WTF just happened vibes. Neville seems to have a preoccupation also with mouth horror. That's a thing, right? I don't know if it's really a thing, but it's the only way I can put it. Uh, mouth horror, as I'm going to call it, uh, it has a perfect level of nastiness to send a shiver through you as you read it, be it from fear or disgust. And there were a couple good quotes involving horrible things and mouths in this final story. But this one, from very early on in this story, early enough that it won't spoil anything, is just a really nice indication of that. Frank had woken underneath the eiderdown in his room with his fingers stuffed down his own throat. Hmm. Think about that. Having a nightmare, you're nice and cozy under your blankets, uh, you wake up having a weird dream only to find that you're choking on something, and what you're choking on are your very own fingers that are stuffed down your throat without your will, you know, without you knowingly doing it. <laughs> I don't know why, but that just that just creeps me out. Now, these three are very fun stories, and they make up the meat of most of this uh, short collection. There is, like I mentioned, the excerpt of the novel at the end. And while it's creepy in its own right, I'm not going to touch on it here too much since it's hard to lay down uh, a solid opinion on just an excerpt of a story when you know you're only getting a small glimpse of a much larger story being told. 
That being said, it does do a couple things. It, it has a slightly different feel than the three stories in this collection, but Neville's voice does seem to shine through nicely, and the story that is included in the excerpt, the part of it that you get at least, is a great mix of kind of the mental horror, psychological horror, and also just straight up physical gore. So the, the full novel, The Reddening, is very well possibly uh, worth a read if that's your kind of thing. I haven't read it yet myself, so that, that's up to you. But um, it sounded good from the excerpt. As a collection, as a whole, this whole collection is, is very, very short. Like I said, just 58 pages on the Kindle. It was a very enjoyable read. And the three stories within are all just different enough that they feel like their own standalone horror experiences. Neville, at least in these three stories, seems to hit the sweet spot in a mix of mental and physical horror. And he doesn't shy away from the violence and death either, but he also leaves enough meat on the bone to let you chew on the details in your mind for yourself after you finish, which only adds to the creepy factor of these stories. This little collection is a lot of fun. Absolutely seems to give a nice taste of what Adam Neville horror stories will bring to the table. While he is tapping into some fairly common horror tropes, which honestly, I don't know how you do it without it. I mean, it's hard not to do that at some point because there are just so many horror stories that have been told over the years. But even with that, the tales are fresh and the shifting tone of the individual stories is a great indicator that Neville is comfortable in many different types of horror stories. I would say this, if you enjoy horror stories, especially when in short story form or short fiction form, and you're looking for a very fun and fast read, um, a great set of scary stories to enjoy, say, maybe right before bed, mm, I highly recommend this small collection. <laughs> I, I just, I have a hard time being creepy sounding. Anyway, well, some of you may disagree with that. Anyways, as such, Before You Sleep, Three Horrors by Adam L. G. Neville gets four out of five stars from me. If you decide to give this one a look, definitely reach out and let me know what you think. If you've already read it, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it, good, bad, or otherwise. This collection to me was just a ton of fun, and it was so short and so simple and, and fast to get through, but the stories really packed a big punch, so... I hope you check it out, and I hope if you do, you reach out and let me know what you think. Do you enjoy the AIC Stories podcast experience? Do me a favor then and share this episode and tell your friends all about the AIC Stories podcast. Of course, if you want to say thanks and connect with the show, visit AICstories.com where you'll find all the ways to reach out and contact me, be it email or contact forms, uh, social media links, even the extensive list of all the places that you can find the AIC Stories podcast wherever you want to listen. No matter how you support AIC Stories, though, I greatly appreciate it, and I really appreciate you spending some time with me each and every episode. The Review is an AIC Stories production. So as always, my friends, I want you to keep reading, keep listening and watching, and most of all, Keep enjoying all of your stories. I'll see you soon. Mm -hmm.